The recent bank failure, along with wild swings in the stock market and rising interest rates, have a lot of pre-retirees and retirees running for the hills. Well, come on back down, folks. On today's show, we'll cut through the noise and help calm those fears. Well, welcome in to the Top Gun Retirement Show with Alan Kiefer. Welcome to the Top Gun Retirement Show. I'm Chuck Caton with uh, Alan Kiefer, the Managing Director of Top Gun Financial Planning. You know him as the retired Top Gun instructor with the United States Air Force, and he's gotten a recent distinction as well. He's the 2023 Lauren E. Dunton Lifetime Achievement Award recipient. That was just uh, recently in the last couple of weeks. And, of course, Lauren uh, Dunton was the father of financial planning in America. So it's always great to have Alan each and every week. That's a wonderful congratulations on that uh, distinction, Alan. Thank you. Uh, And now we're going to ask you uh, what happened uh, to uh, Silicon Valley banking. (laughs) In your opinion, you were kind of uh, at least relatively speaking, geographically close to the situation, closer than I. <laughs> so what happened in a nutshell there? Well, in a nutshell, a bunch of depositors, almost 98% of the depositors, had money in the bank, and the bank turned around, and they misallocated a, a lot of that deposit money into longer-term treasury bonds, which lose value when interest rates go up, And when all these people wanted their money out, the bank had to sell those longer-term bonds at a loss, and it panicked everybody. That's it in a nutshell. All right, so let's get a different take on it, uh, explaining what uh, he just said, Mr. Kiefer. Uh, George Bailey from the movie It's a Wonderful Life. I was just talking to old man Potter, and he's guaranteed cash payments to the bank. The bank's going to reopen next week. But, George, I got my money here. Did he guarantee this place? I'll take mine now. No, but you're... You're, you're thinking of this place all wrong as if I had the money back in a safe. The, the money's not here. All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> James Stewart, what, a, what an actor. So how did we get here, Alan? Well, first, the Federal Reserve, the Department of Treasury, FDIC, they all came together one more time, this time, and said, oh, we got a systemic emergency and we have a systemic risk exception and we got to calm the nerves of the American people and we got to calm their fears, Chuck. So we're going to treat everybody, even the uninsured depositors, we're going to insure everybody, Chuck. All right. So Piper Sadler Chief Strategist Michael Katrowitz uh, joined CNBC's Power Lunch and he weighed in on uh, what to brace for. Uh, following the ordeal and also the Fed's rate plan going forward. The lag effects of all of these policy tightenings from central banks, from commercial banks, and from inflation create the conditions for problems to happen. And so I think, you know, this is one of several problems that we're going to be seeing down the road. Most of these are due to higher interest rates. Historically, problems arise, the big problems arise when job losses occur, which unfortunately is a typical byproduct of the lagged impact of, of higher rates. So, you know, our message to investors has been for quite some time now to be quite defensive and conservative uh, and that we're, we still believe we're in a bear market and investors shouldn't get too complacent on this idea that the economy is anywhere near recovering on a global basis. All right. So defense wins championships. We know that in sports here, uh, Alan. Right. So you got to right. be defensive minded on this. But uh, I think the average person always hears these bank commercials and they say, member FDIC. And they wonder what the FDIC is and what is the insurance limit for uh, deposits? Great, great comment, Chuck. It's simply this. For every different owned account in a bank, 
A husband could have an account. The wife could have an account. They could have a joint account. Their living trust, if they had a living trust, could have an account. They could have a joint account with each one of their kids separately. Ownership is what triggers an account to be different. And every differently owned account is insured up to $250,000 per account, principal only, not the interest that's been accumulating. But here's the deal, Chuck. There's $10.1 trillion of insured depositors in the banks in America, eight more trillion uninsured depositors, like those at the uh, three banks that just went under, Silvergate, uh, you know, Silicon Valley Bank, and Signature Bank in New York. Well, all of those depositors who were uninsured, they just got, thank you, President Biden, a declared bailout. Well, here's where it really gets ugly. There's only 128.3 billion dollars in the deposit insurance fund to bail out insured depositors first, Chuck. It's a lie. It's a fib. It's fake. <laughs> like everything else that's done by that gentleman. <laughs> and I use that term very loosely. Anyway, uh, what do you do to insure your money uh, where it is? And I mean, what uh, happens with this? And what if you have more money in the bank than you're insured for? Well, that's a great question. And if people have that situation, I wouldn't bank, bad pun, no, really seriously, folks, I wouldn't bank on your uninsured deposits getting uh, bailed out by this FDIC and Treasury and this administration's uh, just insane, if not ignorant and arrogant statement that they're going to insure all depositors. They haven't got enough money. They couldn't print enough money if they ran the printing press 24-7, 365. They'd run out of paper and ink trying to bail that sucker out, Chuck. Here's what I tell people. You only keep in the bank what you need to operate the household. Checking, savings, that's it. You leave your other deposit money in safer institutions, and there are banks and credit unions and insurance companies in that mix. But I walk people through the safest of those institutions, and we allocate their monies according to their asset protection plan and their guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income plan, Chuck. Absolutely. Income first, mm -hmm. then assets. All right. So, again, you're saying basically cash does not equate to an investment strategy personally, right? Uh, I mean, that's, that's exactly right. It doesn't matter how much you have in assets when you retire. People think that all day long. And, you know, there used to be the old ING orange. What's your number? Well, that was a, that was fake, too. Your number could be anything. You get a 45% drop in the market. Your number just cut, got cut almost in half. The number is unimportant. The most important thing in retirement is having a guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income stream. Dividend stocks won't do it. Mutual funds won't do it. Stocks won't do it. Bonds won't do it. Nothing will do it with guaranteed reliability and insurability, except a certain product we talked about on last week's shows, an annuity. And that doesn't mean everybody needs to put all their money in annuities. It doesn't. But you doggone sure better look at an annuity or two to at least have a guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income stream, Chuck. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it is a, a good idea what now to do is to talk to someone yourself, uh, like yourself, a financial professional. And uh, there are some areas here that I know you want to go over to consider 
with an advisor like yourself relative to banking and retirement? Because uh, we're talking about banking in this first segment, obviously with the uh, the news of the last week or so uh, with Silicon Valley Bank and the, the fact that uh, uh, they've gone, uh, so to speak, upside down. So mm-hmm. let's talk about some of these uh, areas to consider. What are they? Well, first, liquidity. And that's just that's not just the guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable, get a grip income plan. But on top of that, additional liquidity. Do you see the grip, the guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income part of your retirement plan that covers your necessities budget monthly, your your housing, your insurances, your gas, your utilities, your Wi-Fi, Internet, cell phone, those things that you have to have to maintain your standard of living and then the liquidity element is shorter term savings to be drawn upon for a planned vacation or you know you're going to have to replace the hot water heater or the air conditioner in a couple of years that's what i call short term liquidity a little longer term liquidity chuck safety of principle you want it you want to grow it safely you want no risk of loss you can be winning if you're not losing and you want to reduce the fees and have it tax efficient well, that gets you liquidity income and short and medium term liquidity availability. But time horizon is important, Chuck. How long do you anticipate living? And people got to quit shortchanging themselves and they got to get realistic. Look, peop- ladies are living into their 90s. Men are breaching 90. Plan on it, especially you younger baby boomers. You need to be planning on 25 to 30 years of retirement and accordingly, get an income plan and an asset plan in place. And that involves, Chuck, reducing your risk. Doesn't mean getting rid of it, but it means right now, especially in times of this kind of volatility and insanity, you significantly reduce your risk. If you stop losing, you're winning. If you can reduce or eliminate your fees, you're winning. If you can be more tax efficient, you're winning. That way you don't have to chase seven, eight, 10%. And there's nothing out there paying that, nothing. So you need to meet with a certified professional retirement coach. There are only a handful of us across the United States compared to every swing and stockbroker and bond bond jockey and all these other people calling themselves wealth managers and registered investment advisors and baloney, hogwash. None of them are certified or accredited experienced educational training programs that you have to complete. You just take a test, you get a license, you can sell products. People, your problem isn't buying products. You could go to the supermarket money store and buy whatever financial products off the shelf on your own if you wanted to. That's not the solution. The solution, Chuck, four letter word, P-L-A-N, plan and do it with an educated, trained, and experienced retirement coach. Absolutely. And that man is Alan Kiefer. For more than 30 years, he's had experience at the the realm of uh, insurance, financial services, retirement planning. So uh, give him a call. No cost, no obligation to get a, a review of your situation because he is a fiduciary. And that means you come first. 
before anything else in the plan. 800-779-3319. That's the number. It is 800-779-3319 because Alan can translate the complex financial world and the retirement world and everything you need to think about here in that first segment uh, into clear and easy to understand instructions. So give him a call right now. Don't procrastinate. It's at no cost, no obligation. Get to know him. He'll get to know you. 800 779-3319. All right. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, Alan Kiefer is old enough to remember the five-man electrical band that sang sign, sign, <laughs> everywhere a sign, but that's what we're going to talk about in the next segment, right? Yes, it is. Do this, don't do that, but whatever you do, plan. Well, retirement is all about planning first, folks, and without a plan, you're going to face serious regrets. Don't live a future of regret. We've targeted some of the biggest mistakes others have made, and I'm going to offer some tips how to avoid them. We'll be right back. We're back on the Top Gun Retirement Show. I'm Chuck Caton, happy to be with the Managing Director of Top Gun Retirement Planning, Alan Kiefer, uh, who... Uh, was, uh, well, the main stage speaker at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point uh, in 2018, Voices in Leadership Conference. And he nice. uh, had the dais uh, with uh, General Russell Honoré and uh, Buzz Aldrin. I was told to buzz off once, but we're talking <laughs> some, But that's my Mary, not yours, that told me to do that. Hey, five-man electrical band, 1968. And uh, you probably remember uh, this a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, uh, if you're in your mid-60s or older, you would. You would remember that uh, young man that went in looking for a job. Uh, he had long hair, but he tucked it under a baseball cap. He walked in, got the job because the employer said, you're a clean-cut young man. And then he took his hat off. Right. <laughs> so we're going to take the hat off of everything. And then so, in other words, he uh, hired a hippie and didn't realize it. So the moral of the story, it doesn't matter what you look like. If you can do the job, do this, don't do that. Can't you read the sign? We don't hire hippies. But he wasn't one until he took his hat off, right? Uh, well, let's talk about some of these big regrets here that people might make, Alan, uh, getting into retirement. And one of them uh, is uh, not planning ahead of retirement, getting that little practice in. We have to do it in sports, right? You have practice. Indeed. So why not practice That's retirement, so true. right, two or three years beforehand? Absolutely. Spot on, Chuck. Folks uh, that I meet with, I encourage them, if we're not yet at that retirement target date, hey, let's test the plan. After we developed a plan, let's test it for two to three months. And I mean that. Let's take a look at the income plan we've, we've written out. Let's take a look at the asset protection plan. And, and of course, once you're protecting and preserving assets, you don't need to look back at it, except for every six months to a year, because it's insured, it's safe, it's got no fees, it's growing safely. But let's test our expectations. Are you keeping your, your necessities within line of the budget you drew, you drew up? And that way you get to monitor, can you maintain your standard of living? But in this world, Chuck, I'm telling people, look, cut back, delay gratification, stop eating out as much, even though it feels good and you feel you can, 
devote more of your assets towards savings for down the road and things of that nature. So planning ahead is test driving your retirement plan before you retire. Absolutely. What about, and you touched on this before about age, underestimating your life expectancy. I don't know why people do that. Uh, I don't think they have a death wish, but you need to plan for a long life in retirement. That is so true, Chuck. And I think too often people have an experience and it drives all these other decisions or I don't want to live past 82. I'm, you know, enough of this already. Obviously, if there's no quality of life, just about no one wants to continue living, especially if they lose their independence. And on top of that, they're dependent on family. That really will hurt your emotions and emotions will affect your decisions. But other than that, you need to be planning on 25 to 30 years in retirement so that you don't outlive your income and you don't outlive your assets. You have to be realistic with that number. Uh, The only thing different on that, Chuck, is when I meet folks and they've got either a family gene pool uh, in a history that it isn't Um, like the historical averages that are adjusting now for the baby boomer demographic, or they've got significant health issues. That means we need to test their life expectancy. But routinely, quit cutting yourself short, folks, because the only thing you're doing is setting yourself up to run out of income or assets or both, and you are not going to like the rest of that future. Yeah, another mistake that could be made or a regret that people have in retirement is not reducing their risk and not uh, getting that guaranteed income that you talk about. Absolutely. Look, I'm not saying never be in the market. I'm saying now's the time significantly to reduce your risk exposure. Look, look at the signs, folks. You're smart. You're educated. You've lived 20 years. Many of you listening to this, pay attention to the patterns, the trends, and cycles. We had a bubble burst in 2000. We had a bubble burst in 2007. They have tried to manage this current uh, decade plus, these last 13 to 14 years, as if they can keep the correction from happening. Bubbles always burst and they have are they have manufactured this current bubble. It's the debt bubble. It's the bubble of all bubbles. Get away from it. When it corrects, when it finds its balancing point, like it did in 2003, like it did in 2009, we'll start a new business cycle. Then you can look at taking some risks and have a higher probability of success in investing in stock market-based things. But now is not the time to go for the gusto. You're going to lose your shirt, and then you're not going to like living on less income and fewer assets, Chuck. It's just that simple. Somebody may uh, in our audience want to retire early and might have uh, done that and may have had regrets. That's so true. And what's happened since COVID is some folks felt that, well, okay, uh, I don't like the options of going back to work or I don't want to go back to the office or they're not bringing you back. They're not hiring you back. A la all the layoffs to the tune of tens of thousands in retail, in high tech, etc. And that's not indicative of an economy in growth. And it's not over yet. So these people, they retired prematurely. But it is critically important for us to preserve their assets and get them on a proper income plan so that they aren't cannibalizing their assets while they're taking unnecessary risks, 
trying to grow that smaller nest egg so it'll live longer than them. Yet, I mean, this is not where you go and take your social security check early and you put it on red on the t on the roulette wheel in Vegas for Pete's sake. Yeah. No, 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 no. We need a plan, Chuck. You need a plan also to, uh, one thing is to, to fight inflation or deflation. That's so true. Folks, we had inflation in the late 90s till the bubble burst. When the bubble burst, they started lowering interest rates from 2000 to 2003. The Fed went from six and a half to 1%. Well, when they lower interest rates, it makes money cheaper to borrow and they think everything runs on credit. They're still acting that way at the federal level. And a lot of Americans have been anesthetized. That's the way to run your lifestyle. That is, that is fraught with peril. You have inflation when you have growth in the economy, or you have inflation when when it's not based on growth in the economy, but it's based on inflated asset values and absolutely stupid policy directives that are that are just crippling our society and our industries. Then you get overpriced products, and only the people with assets can afford to buy it. Chuck. The number one debt in America is not credit card debt. It's defaulting car loans because people were paying seven and eight hundred bucks a month for a car lease or a car loan. And now they can't keep making it because they've already maxed out the credit card. And they're too young to raid that 401k or IRA without a tax penalty. They have got to get somebody on their side. I'm on your side, but I want you to plan not for inflation. This bubble is going to burst. I wish I could tell you when. I give it 60 or 90 days, but what do I know? I've only been doing this for three decades, and I've managed to help people avert four major crashes, four major bubbles that have burst, and I've never lost a dime for a family because of my focus on safety, preservation of assets, and guaranteed insured income to meet their needs. But you got to get on top of the fact that deflation is in the near future, and as interest rates start dropping and assets start coming back down out of la-la land values, you've got to have a plan. There's that four-letter word, Chuck, plan. Absolutely. Now, we only have another minute or so. We've got a few things to cover, but uh, ignoring health care expenses is something that you would regret in retirement, but also filing Social Security too early. And what about this one? This is one that a lot of people, and I've heard this from friends, prioritizing your children over your retirement, even though they're in their 30s. It, I've seen so much of that as well, Chuck. We have across the country. The kids are having a tough road to hoe. The parents become the bank of mom and dad or the bank of grandma and granddad. Um, you know what? That's right. That's from the heart. But you don't do it at the expense of your retirement security, because if they haven't got a place to live and they haven't got viable income and they're using you for those sources of housing and money to sustain themselves and you're paying the bills, what are you going to live on when things get worse? And it's just a it's just a nasty snowball rolling downhill. So I tell people give from the heart. But don't do it so it becomes an expectation year after year. And here's something new. Why don't we enforce financial and personal responsibility on them? If they're living with us, if they're living in part of the house, let them contribute to the food budget, the utilities and the housing expense, the insurance for that home or renter's insurance. We do not negate personal and financial responsibility because we're giving them a handout. We need to give them a help up 
and we want need to make responsibility part of it. It's critical, Chuck, because taxes will change. They're on sale now, but they will change at some point. Debt, there's good debt and bad debt. You want to get rid of the high interest debt? Get rid of it, but you don't pay off the mortgage because you got a bunch of money saved up. So you can say, well, I have no debt. Yeah, but you can't eat the bathroom and you just shoved all that money into an inflated asset price that's going to plummet in value when this market crashes and you lose that equity and access to those funds. So the way to get around it, it's real simple, folks. Sit down. Let's have a candid conversation. You've taken 20, 25, 30 years to create your retirement estate affairs. Why wouldn't we want to spend about two hours so I can listen and learn what you're doing, why you did it, all you got's all you got, and see if I can help you understand there are some things you can do to improve your position and set the stage for you to have a little bit brighter retirement future. And we can do that in a candid conversation. Then you decide if we're going to get along, we're going to collaborate, we're going to have a mutually shared responsibility. It's up to you, but you've got to call somebody. Retirement is not for amateurs, Chuck. Absolutely. It's 800-779-3319. That's the way you can reach Alan Kiefer to get that candid conversation going at no cost, no obligation. A wonderful opportunity for you pre-retirees to get some common sense planning from Alan Kiefer with his over three decades of experience in this field. He's a fiduciary. He's got you in mind first. That's what it's all about. 800-779-3319. That's 800-779-3319. We've got to take a break. What's coming up next, Alan? Well, every week, you and I discuss concepts and strategies that folks can use to create the retirement of their dreams. But when we come back, we're going to have a little quiz and I'm going to pose the questions to you, Chuck, as the consumer advocate, and let's see how well we can do. Back here on the Top Gun Retirement Show with uh, Alan Kiefer. I'm Chuck Caton. Remember that Alan Kiefer was uh, the retired uh, Top Gun instructor, United States Air Force, and also has a master's in all eight disciplines of retirement planning, and he's on your side. We got a number of questions here. I guess he's going to ask me, and we'll have to figure it out here. So I'm going <laughs> to polish up my thinking cap here. Uh, think about retirement planning. I'd rather have multiple choice questions, but if they're going to be two or false <laughs> questions, what's your first question here? Well, okay, Chuck, it's too late to start planning for retirement. I don't think it's ever too late. In fact, I can give you my personal situation very quickly. Uh, I didn't, oh, I planned for retirement. I had a 401k plan, but until about four or five years ago, uh, I didn't see all the benefits of that grip that you talk about, but now I do. So I don't think it's ever too late. What's your next question? The 4% rule of drawing down your assets for monthly income is all you need to follow to make your money last. All right. I'm stumped on this one. I think uh, that was an old bromide. Uh, but if you had a million dollars, that means you can only spend, what, about uh, $40,000 a year or something like right. that for 20 years right. or uh, 50000 for 20 years. Uh, it's not always true. What do you think about that? You think it's wrong also, right? Absolutely, Chuck. I will tell all of our listeners categorically, the new number is 2.5, not 4, not 3, 2.5. And it's not just me saying it from experience. Morningstar, The Wall Street Journal, Barron's, MarketWatch, a number of national, very smart institutions have done computer calculations on this, and they're telling all of us, plan for lower rates of return for a longer period of time, 
Ergo, if you got a million bucks, plan on two and a half percent as expendable or $25,000. That will really make people adjust their retirement plans, Chuck. All right. What's your next question for me now? Long-term historical average returns are your guide for your savings plan. I would say that's false, uh, only because I've gone through this, uh, and luckily I didn't retire in 08 or 09, <laughs> right? So, uh, right. Uh, and, and, and I was an old baseball player. Uh, I was an average player who hit 300 in high school, but that wasn't going to get me a college scholarship. So uh, you've got some thoughts about that, right? Trends and cycles. Uh, cycles bet. are for uh, two-wheelers and four-wheelers, I guess, right? <laughs> Well, whether it's a unicycle, a bicycle, a tricycle, or a quadricycle, it doesn't matter, Chuck. The cycles in our USA's economic history is simply this. We go through about every 80 years. Towards the end of that 80-year period, that demographic, the baby boomers, Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. Oh, let's back up and go through the Henry Ford generation or the silent generation. Whenever those demographical groups get through this 80-year cycle. Towards the end of that 80 years, they go through three major stock market crashes. That upsets this averages. And if people retire like in 2000 or 2007, and they go through two to three years of negative returns, and they haven't planned accordingly, they will wipe out 30, 40, 50% of their assets. That is not the way to use historical averages. You, you, you understand them, but you don't bank your retirement plan on those averages, Chuck. They'll kill you. All right. Uh, retirement, planning, retirement planning knowledge, uh, and Alan Kiefer's asking me questions about it, and I hope our listeners are learning a little bit from it. What's your next question? Well, retirement marks the end of your professional career. Now, before I have you answer this, I'm going to tell our audience, when that comes to you and me, that is grotesquely false. <laughs> Neither well, one of us has stopped our professional careers. Uh, no, that's right. Now, I would love to do hockey once again, and it could happen someday, but uh, I'm also enjoying my time out. So I'll, I'll say it's false, right? Because uh, yes. you really got to say, and I talked to a very uh, celebrated man who just turned 75 earlier this week. His name is Bobby Orr. Oh, I wished wow. him a happy birthday. And he says, you know, we've had our time. Because I told him uh, when this show's running that I'm going to be on the ice for a game uh, today uh, in Raleigh. So, um, yeah, uh, I would say it's false. It is false. And there's no reason people should quit completely in contributing to society when they retire. Turn that hobby into something that maybe you can monetize it and bring some extra cash flow in or not, but occupy your, your time with something constructive and keep contributing to society. Retirement was created as a notion under FDR, and they did it so they could put all the old people in the 30s out the pasture and make all the jobs available for the younger folks to help try and turn the economy around. That's how we got Social Security. That's how we got Medicare. That's how we are where we are, Chuck. But no, it, it, you do not have to automatically terminate any kind of career just because you say I'm retired. No, okay. So speaking of Social Security, what's your next question there? Well, Social Security, unfortunately, is not going to be there for you. It better be. <laughs> I'm going to definitely say false with a capital F. Good for you. And here's the notion, Chuck. We've done nothing for 40 years. Alan Greenspan 
was the chairman of the President's Council of Economic Advisors under Reagan. He chaired the Greenspan, Greenspan Blue Ribbon Commission, and they revised Social Security way back then, 1983. And what did they do? Well, first they changed normal retirement age. Used to be 65. Well, they created 66 or 66 in two months or four months or six months, all the way up to 67 and now what they're looking to do is maybe we need to make it 70. Well, if people are living into their 90s, that's a good idea. It's not a bad idea. And it doesn't mean you're going to stop earning benefits if you contribute to the plan. But they're going to fix Social Security, Chuck. And I'd like to tell my our listeners two things that are coming. And I get this from the tax editors at Kiplinger's Magazine and Barron's Magazine. They have tax editors that stay connected to the committees in Congress. And what are they really exploring to shore up Social Security? Forget the myth, the rumor, the innuendo, the biases, the absolutely stupid opinions of a lot of morons out there in media land. Here are the facts. They're looking at raising the taxes we pay into Social Security. One of the things they're looking at is raising what we pay in 1% over five years, and then raise it another 1% over another five years. And you ask me why, I'll tell you why. They need to raise the taxes two to 3%, but they can't do it all at once. So if they stage it over time, people can get accommodated to it, and it's not as dramatic. Number two, Chuck, and it's all about fairness, and that means whatever political party you're part of, Fairness counts. And in America, there should be no income cap. If you make $850,000 in income, you should pay your fair share into Social Security. Well, right now, there's an income cap. You make over $160,000 of income, you high income earners, you don't pay into Social Security. But here's the gotcha. Only the people with the highest income for the longest number of years get the biggest checks out of Social Security. So the high income people pay in more or no, they pay in less. They take out more. Well, that's not balanced and it's certainly not fair. It will be there, Chuck. They're going to fix it and they know they need to do it. Don't plan on anything until 2025. We got to get through this year and we got to get through the presidential election year. But Social Security will be there. There are 110 million baby boomers counting on it on top of the folks already 75 and older in America. Okay, we only have time for a couple of more. So you throw two more questions at me here and I'll see if I can answer them. Will do. Annuities are all bad. I would say that's definitely false because I have fixed index annuities that I'm very happy with. Well, good for you. And I also have fixed index annuities and I have an income annuity. I did that intentionally to get a little more cash flow into the household. You can target these things and that's what planning will do. When you meet with a certified professional retirement coach, all annuities aren't bad. All stocks aren't bad. But let me tell you that if you're banking on dividend stocks, and you don't look at what happened in 07, 08, and 09, shame on you and shame on the advisor selling you that stuff. They Companies cut their dividends to zero. Well, if you're planning on that dividend income and it goes to zero, now what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to sell the stock. Oh, well, it's also losing value. That Not a good plan. So I'm just telling fo folks, Chuck, they need to quit listening to the, the haters of particular products out there. Products is the easiest part of the solution, as you know, Chuck. It's the planning that's the hard part. And here's the last last question for this segment. Okay. 
long-term care expense planning isn't a good idea. Uh, I would plan for it. I hope I never have to use it. I guess I'm going to hedge and answer the question that way. That's a great answer. Everybody should have an idea. If an episode about long-term care happens, whether it's home health care, assisted living, even if it's to jail, nursing home, if you at least have a plan how you're going to cover that expense and you're still married by chance, you're going to leave cash flow for the healthy spouse to maintain the household. You might recover and come home. But if you do not have a plan how you're going to pay the bill, you will end up cannibalizing your assets. you got to be broke to be on the government Medicaid plan, and it's a little late to go get some kind of insurance to cover part of the expense when you're already in the care episode situation, Chuck. It is, it is just part of the overall plan that you and I want people to understand. Amateurs are not good at retirement planning. They think they can save themselves money. Oh, I'm, I'll manage my money myself. Look, you're no better at that, honestly, folks, than these so-called money managers that you have been paying fees to for years. And when you lose money, they still get paid out of your account value. Safe money doesn't need management. A plan needs a proper guide. You need a guide to help you develop the plan. You need an unbiased opinion that's in your best interest to help you make smarter, prudent decisions. That's what you get when you talk with a certified professional retirement coach. All right, so why don't you pick the phone up right now? Don't procrastinate, ladies and gentlemen. It's no cost, no obligation to speak with Alan Kiefer about all these issues that you uh, may have in terms of questions about your retirement. He'll have the answers for you because he's a fiduciary, and that means that you come first, as he just said. 800-779-3319 is the number. That is 800-779-3319 to get that comprehensive of review of your retirement situation. Uh, He'll go over it all for you in that candid conversation it'll have for about 80 or 90 minutes with you. 800-779-3319. Don't delay. Make that phone call because it's at no cost, no obligation to you to meet uh, with Alan Kiefer. Alan, great show. What's coming up in our final segment? Well, we're back to handling questions from listeners and the answers we have learned are helping others out there make better decisions. Stay tuned. Back on the Top Gun Retirement Show with Alan Kiefer, the Managing Director of Top Gun Financial Planning. I'm Chuck Caton. And remember uh, that uh, when we talk about long-term care, as we did in that last segment, uh, he was uh, named, Mr. Kiefer, the top long-term care professional in the United States from the American Association for Long-Term Care Insurance. He was given that distinction over 20 years ago. Where did the time go, Mr. Kiefer? Exactly. We'll talk about that. And also, as we told you, uh, Masters, in, and that's one of the disciplines of the eight in retirement planning. Uh, and again, he was America's first retirement advisor of the year. And that was back in September of 01. That was a positive from that month. And you know what we're talking about there, uh, of the negative that occurred on the 11th. The National Society of Senior Market Professionals uh, gave him that distinction. So, Alan, I'm very proud to be with you each and every week. And uh, I hope you'll be uh, maybe tuning into that game this afternoon. You know, I'm going to do that now. And I'll that be I know waving to be everybody. I'll be thinking <laughs> of you when I drop the puck between Patrice Bergeron and 
Jordan Stahl, all right? So I'm not going to give anything else away. Now, it'll be 2 o'clock your time, so I don't know what you're going to be doing at 2, but... uh, I'm going to be watching that game, especially with you at center ice. What an honor. We'll see what happens there. I hope I don't fall, because I'm going to have to wear spikes. Uh, They will put a red carpet out there, but not for me. It's just going to be that color. I mean, but, you know, it's better than walking on ice. All right, you've got some questions here. We've got five of them, and let's go to Arthur and Mesa. We'll start with that. Uh, He says, I'm planning to retire at 62. I've got a quarter of a million dollars in savings. He's paid off uh, his rental house, he said, with $1,400 a month uh, in rental income that he uh, accrues. So He says, my house that I live in is paid off. I'm not sure what to do with my savings, though, Alan. So uh, how might a financial advisor be able to help me, and what do you think and recommend? Well, first, I applaud what you've been able to accumulate and the debt that you've been able to eradicate, Arthur. Well done. And retiring at 62? Good plan. What's the plan for guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable monthly income? Some of it's the rent. I get that. But I'm hopeful you're not going to start tapping into Social Security at 62. You're going to get 76% less than if you waited till you were 70. You're going to get 30% less than if you waited until full retirement age of 67. That is a lifetime income annuity from Social Security, and you can't make that lost income up no matter what. So uh, what, could you, what, what do I recommend? Uh, let's have a couple hours of a candid conversation, and please be open to sharing with me what your income plans are, what are your sources of planned income. Uh, there could be a pension. I don't know. You got 250000 in savings, but I don't know what kind of retirement accounts you might have, 401k, IRA, and so on. So there's a lot I don't know, and I need to learn before I can suggest a course of action. It would be improper, immoral, and unethical for any professional retirement coach to make a suggestion when we don't have all of the necessary information at hand, and that includes your tax liabilities. And do you have a long-term care expense solution in in mind? Are you by yourself or who's going to help take care of you and so on? So I think it's worthy of us having a sit-down conversation for a couple of hours and help me learn these other key elements so I can map out some steps you could take to make sure your retirement's a whole lot brighter, Arthur. All right, Edith and Chandler is uh, was let go from her job recently. Uh, only has two weeks until her uh, final 60 days are up. The 401k provider that my company went through is saying that I can uh, leave my funds there and I'll only get uh, penalized beginning in June of 2023. But I'm clueless when it comes to IRA funds and I don't really want to cash out my 401k. Uh, any help would be appreciated. Well, Edith, I'm sorry for the, the job environment you found yourself in. And if you want to still work, maybe you're already pursuing other options. But for your 401k provider and company to say that you're going to get penalized in June, I've never heard of anybody getting penalized inside a 401k after they've left the employer. So I need some uh, some help from you to understand what that is. Let's sit down and have a chat. I'll tell you. I'm not talking about IRA funds. I'm talking about an IRA that is insured and contractually guaranteed so that if there is some penalty I'm unaware of, we can move your money out of that 401k and no penalty and no tax. That's what an IRA rollover will do. 
I think it might be worthy also to map out Roth conversion so that the rest of your retirement future could well be more tax efficient, maybe even tax free. Holy cow. So I'm open to a conversation. I hope you are, Edith. All right. Michael is in Union Hills. He said he found a bank that has a 5% CD rate for an 18-month CD. Uh, he's debating whether he should throw some of the money uh, of his savings into this. Uh, what do you think? You know, I'll give you a real honest answer. Maybe. I don't know enough yet, Michael. It's not about rates of interest. Um, if that CD were, had, were available through Signature Bank or Silicon Valley Bank, I don't think you'd like the recommendation of, yeah, go ahead and do that. And there are a host of other banks out there that are in just as precarious a position as those banks are. And you may not know them, but I promise you, I do. I do the research to keep my families from putting their hard-earned sweat equity savings and retirement monies in, into institutions that have no business having their money on deposit because they're making arrogant, ignorant financial decisions and they're acting like, oh, well, the president said everybody gets a bailout so we can keep doing what we've been doing. How about this, Michael? Let's sit down and map out what are you trying to accomplish? What kind of monies do you have? What kind of interest are they earning? When are they earmarked for use? In other words, are some of them gonna be facing required minimum distributions when you turn 73? That's the new age, folks. For anybody born in 1950 or later, your required minimum distribution date is now age 73. Uh, and others, it could be pushed out to 75. Host of things for us to discuss. And I can still show you where to earn 4 to 5% with safe safe institutions. I emphasize safe institutions, Michael, because somebody's done the homework on what their investment portfolios are, what their leadership is like, what their interest rate integrity has been, and so on. So I want you to get a better interest rate. I want all my families, but I do not want you to chase rates without somebody exploring what's under the sheets in that institution. All right, Lisa's in Peoria. Uh, should I be contributing to my 401k or Roth 401k? Uh, my employer offers both, and I currently combine, uh, f uh, or I should say contribute 4% to my Roth 401k and 3% to the regular 401k, or should I go full Roth? Uh, currently uh, making $135,000 a year, and I anticipate uh, getting raises yearly. Well, you, you're in a high-class position, Lisa. Thanks for calling in, and thanks for posing the circumstances circumstances and situation, I would go all Roth. I mean, you're, you, if the, especially since your employer contributes. So they're giving you the free money match after tax. You're putting in money and it's already taxed so that when it's in there, it's growing tax free. Well, why not do that now while you're still working and it's accounted for in your wages as we go and grow money tax free for your retirement future? But I think it, it's more deserving of being definitively that's the way to go by sitting down and having a candid conversation. Bring in your 1040, your tax return from last year. Bring in the statements on your Roth 401k, your other assets. Help me understand your debt obligations and are they paid off? When are you trying to pay them? How much is it or how much are they? Uh, what are your other savings accounts like? Where are they? Are they safe? Are they insured? 
a bigger picture is what I'm offering, Lisa, and I'm willing to sit down and spend a couple of hours listening and learning about your unique personal situation. That's a special circumstance, and you, like everyone else, you are special. You're made to feel like you're in, your averages by our society. Uh-uh. You're, each and every one of you, you're special. You should be treated accordingly, and I will treat you that way, but I need you to treat me as special so that you'll share candidly the big picture. You can't hold back pieces of information that I should have when I'm trying to map out a better, better way for you to orchestrate your affairs. So I call it a candid conversation, an honest sharing of information, and that's how people can make better decisions and have a much brighter retirement. And Lisa, that could be in store for you. All right, very quickly here now, Andrew and Anthem wants to know if you apply for Social Security three months before you are eligible, as I've been advised to do, and you decide not to collect it, how hard is it to back out? Great question, Andrew, and here's a simple answer. It's a one-page form. You fill it out and you withdraw your application. End of story. But you can only do it within the first 12 months of when you first made a claim, and that means you get a do-over. You get to reaccumulate those benefits, and you might want to consider doing it if for no other reason you get 8% a year increase in that lifetime income annuity from the government known as Social Security, by waiting from age 67 to age 70, that's a 24% increase. So I want all of you today to consider giving a call. It doesn't cost you anything. I'm not doing it for charitable purposes. I charge a flat fee once I know the scope of the project and people have asked me to take the job on to be their retirement coach. But until then, I want to be able to give them some things to consider once they've shared with me what the heck's going on, what all they got's all they got. But tell me what what all of that is, where it is. What are your taxes? What are your issues? What are your health concerns? How old are you? Are you single or married? Are you looking to get married? Are, are you recently divorced? A lot of these things affect these money decisions. And I'm ready to help sit down and map out some steps to a brighter retirement future, but I wanna take time to listen and learn what I need to learn and have you share it honestly and openly because it's confidential. And at the end of that conversation, we'll either part friends or we'll part looking forward to get back together because you've decided that I'm the kind of person you'd like to have as your professional retirement coach and it's time for me to roll up my sleeves and get to work for you. 800-779-3319 is the number. That's how you reach Alan Kiefer. That's 800-779-3319 to get that practical review, that roadmap, if you will, to get you into and through retirement with that candid conversation. Remember, it's at no cost, no obligation to meet with Alan with his over three decades of experience in the insurance and financial services industry. It's 800 779 3319. Alan, thanks for uh, being with us once again. Your final thoughts. Folks, it's looking ugly out there, and I'm here to tell you, I think it's going to get a little worse before it starts to get better. Keep your spirits up. Keep safe. Stay vigilant. Do healthy things. Most of all, keep the faith and remember this. We are Americans. We will get through this, and we can get through it together so that all of us can enjoy a brighter future. God bless.
Investment advisory services offered through Top Gun Financial Planning and Alan Kiefer. Alan Kiefer and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance products and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Top Gun Financial Planning. By contacting Top Gun Financial Planning, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.